0: on Blues podcast, part of Locked On Live Network, and your number one source for daily blues and Battlehawks content. We've got Bruno Reagan on the show today, offensive lineman for the St. Louis Battlehawks. Bruno, thanks for doing this, man. Really appreciate it.
1: No problem, guys. Yeah,
2: yeah, we're excited today. Uh it's gonna be a fun one. Bit of a bit of a change up in the content. Um, but we gotta show the Battlehawks some love. They've been they've been tearing it up. Right uh, on. We, we, yeah, we figured might as might as well show some love. It's what the it's what the fans wanna see, it's what the fans wanna hear. So we got we got a fun guest today. I'm excited.
1: <sighs> yeah, right. so kinda just Sorry, go ahead. You guys, you're, you're, nah, you have no idea. Like Compared, so I, everybody has friends around the XFL, like LA New York, like all my boys play on different teams, and no one has it like we have it here. It's absolutely insane. So definitely appreciate it.
0: Yeah, that was actually one of my questions I was going to ask is uh, what are your initial thoughts on St. Louis and their fans as a sports town? Because obviously, I mean, you just look at pictures from the tailgate. I mean, we, we had an actual Hawk at the tailgate. <laughs> um, there was a Stan Kroenke pinata. I mean, the boys were out wilding, and, uh,
1: it's got to be nice to see that oh absolutely i love it i mean we're like we as the players are here to have fun so to see the fans having just as much fun absolutely blows my mind like no other city has the, like we have in the xfl right now we got the best facilities best fans best turnout rate like it's absolutely wild like the first game i saw like that dude like stomped on a table on fire that was that was pretty sweet that was my yeah. on week one <laughs>
0: All right. So getting into a little more personal questions. Um, Obviously, offensive linemen is easily one of the most important positions on the field and also one of the most unappreciated in terms of media coverage and attention. So, what or who made you want to play that position? Ooh.
1: uh, I just kind of, it just kind of fell into it. I was like a wrestler, uh, judoka, like fighter type girl. in high school. That was what I did. So when I started playing football, I just naturally transition. I started out as D line, but I don't think I was really athletic enough as a to play D line. But I definitely have like good technical, good technical skills with like footwork and stuff. So offensive line just kind of eventually flowed into, flowed into what I did in the college and what I aspired to do in the pros.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, so I, looking, so, sorry. Go ahead, Josh. Yeah. No. So I remember I just saw like uh, I was reading uh, some tweets and stuff about the the games and there, there was a lot of praise of the O line. Um, you know the run game has been very very predominant, but also was having just such a such a successful year, and a lot of that has to do with uh, the the O line. I think that's where a good offense starts. So I mean, how have you guys been able to uh, kind of what, what's like what's the um, I guess the 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 strategy week in week out? You know, you guys are the, one of the best O lines in the league. How is that how has that sort of come together? And and you, you know, you like the guys you're playing with? Is that sort of a chemistry thing or you just you just week in, week out know what you gotta do?
1: I mean, chemistry is definitely like I think it's the important it's the most important. Like if any position needs chemistry, it's the offensive line. So think of it, for example, like teams, like teams in XFL are bringing in skill guys all the time. Like it's constant turnover, turnover, turnover. But as far as the offensive line goes, you know, I've been with these guys since the start. Here in right. St. Louis So right. it's not like you can, It's not like You can just bring in Someone and plug them in And expect like The same production Like the All five dudes Have to play as one Right So To have To have like The least amount of turnover. So I've been playing with these guys The whole time I don't know if other teams Can have you know Say they have they've had That luxury So It's not like you can go out And just find the best athletes Or the right. best like The that's, yeah, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into it. And I think we have been able to stay consistent in who's been playing and turn that into a lot of success. Because, I mean, there's there's probably some teams that, like, have better resumes offensive line-wise, like, with their personnel. But no one's, you know, been as successful as running the ball as us or anything. So it's just one of those things where it's just one of those things where that's why I like O-line, you know. With a receiver, like, if you run a 4-8, you suck. Like, that's just the hard truth. And that's, that's that's what you live by. But an offensive line, you know, you can, have, you can have four guys out there that you trust, and you can look like an amazing unit when, you know, maybe you don't have the upper hand, you know, physically. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. So speaking of chemistry, um, obviously you guys have a really tight-knit group of guys. So what's the atmosphere like in that locker room? has housed the likes of Orlando Pace and now houses an XFL team that sits at the top of the East.
1: Yeah, I mean, the same with our locker room. I think, so the chemistry thing has definitely, had, like, it's a team-wide thing. It's not just with the offensive line. Like, this team has become so close so fast, it's absolutely unreal. And we, that's when you go out there Like, you'll see some teams, you know, maybe they don't play. Like, you know, effort can come into question. That's never something that, like, there's a lot of – there's been a lot of adversity with our team, but dudes always go out there and battle for each other. It it really feels like I'm back in college when we're all doing this for free and, you know, I'm with my best friends. But he said, like, we're at the pro level. And it's something that's – that if you ask anyone else on the team that's been in the NFL, you know, it's something something that's missing is the camaraderie of football. Uh, But this team has it. We go out there, we have fun with each other, and, you know, I think that's been – I really do think that's been incorporated into our our success.
2: Awesome. Uh, yeah, and I guess um, sort of going off that one of the one of the videos that went viral was the the post game celebrations and the and the shotgunning and all that sort of thing. Was that how how that sort of start? Was that just everybody everybody's natural response to winning, or was that one guy who kind of took the lead and was like, "Hey, let's let's go crazy, let's let's sell it. let's let's make this a special one"? Or is that just is that just the general vibe of winning with the whole team?
1: No, that's just how like I mean we work we work our tails off. So when we won we all were going we all were going nuts. And that's Awesome. Yeah, I hate how the SFL, the SFL took seltzer celebrations or whatever and ran with it as like a league-wide thing. We definitely invented that. Right. Like 100% good celebration. And and everyone else is trying to catch
2: up. Like, no one's
1: having I much
2: fun. I saw some videos from other teams. They were like sipping their seltzers and their seltzers. I'm t- like, what is, yeah, I'm yeah. like yeah. get out of here. What, Give what me some Stone
0: Cold is. Steve Austin from the top rope coming down high intensity and that's what you guys
1: give every time in those post game celebrations I love it so much really? I mean, yeah we, we work I mean you can definitely see the passion and the like the way we celebrate our wins like it's just genuine reaction to how hard we work and going out there and seeing the work come into effect and it, I mean it's football it's the game like it's meant to be fun like so we're gonna have fun yeah it makes me want to the wall it's for sure
0: so so outside of the sports realm have you spent any time exploring like st louis or any of its wide variety of food options because i know you boys eat a lot
1: yeah we've been around i mean so we're the team stays out in the st charles area so it's pretty hard to get around downtown during our weeks but we we somehow make it out you know I've, i've seen most of the touristy stuff like i've been to the arch and all that you know we've been We've just been down to like after games, you know, me and a few guys. We don't we don't typically go back. We bust back. We say we use that time to go downtown and just you know explore the, just explore everything. You know, I can't even name things off the top of my head, but we'll just we'll literally win the game, get dressed, and just walk downtown and you know find somewhere to eat or something. So that's just kind of what we've been doing up to this point. I, we all really like it here. It could be a little warmer, but it is what it is. <laughs> It's getting there. It's getting there. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so yeah, the Battlehawks' next game is against the LA Wildcats. Who had, whose attendance in their last home game was around twelve thousand people, compared to St. Louis's twenty-seven thousand. So, what is it that makes St. Louis a better sports city than LA?
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot of things that just come into it, man. Like uh, like culturally, like it's like you guys like. Missouri is a Midwestern state, but it's, it's starting to, you know, it has that vibe of football, Southern football, like culture to it. So I think that definitely, uh, I think that definitely plays a factor. Obviously you know, there's no, like the Rams, the Rams leaving, like there's no, there's no football team here until we join. So I guess that, that got a lot of people, a lot of the people really excited and riled up.
0: Yeah, that's fair for sure. And LA's got two NFL teams, but, and you would think they could think at a house stadium for those and fill that up, but obviously they can't. Um, but anyway, so yeah, looking at your Twitter bio, it looks like you own your martial your own martial arts gym. So that's really cool. Um, and like you said before, spend your free time perfecting the art of judo. Um, so I guess does that mindset help as well? Like just like tough as nails. And is that like infectious to the rest of the O line? Like, no matter what happens in the game, kind of like we talked about with the Blues, like relentless. Doesn't matter how much you guys get down, like
1: you're always gonna fight back. Yeah, I mean that's well, that's the whole mindset. Well, I think I've gotten that mindset from martial arts. Like I think a lot of the reason why the offensive line is so successful is because we we'll we we'll, we'll have adversity in the game in the games. Like the Houston game, like we went the halftime. Like you know, it was I, I think we were down maybe two scores or something. It wasn't looking good, but I always I had this saying that's called stay in the middle, never get too high like whenever you score don't go too crazy never but when things go bad you get scored on you know never get too low like you always have to stay in the middle you have to stay in the moment you know when you get out of that moment then you can maybe release some of the stuff but while we're in the game we always 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 just stay in the middle and go to the results of our training and typically that's paid off for us and i, I attribute that to I attribute that to my upbringing in judo that mindset gotcha that segues actually
0: perfect into my last question so Like you said, your only loss this season was to the Houston Roughnecks and P.J. Walker, who are obviously undefeated. So in your opinion, what's the key to knocking them off their existential throne? Because I think you guys are one of the few teams that are actually capable.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just going to be things like, like no turnovers, no penalties. I think you can go back into that game, you know. You know, uh, some of the, there were some questionable calls, obviously, but you can't <laughs> leave it in the hands of the refs. So it's just going to be going out there, executing our game, and doing it with a level head. I think we, I think we definitely had like ten or something penalties that game too. But when it came down to the football, I think we were in a we were in a really good. Um, I think we matched up really well against that team. So it's just it's just about get, getting the opportunity to go back out and see them again because the only way we'll ever see them is in the XFL championship. So it's just about getting there now
0: absolutely yeah i would agree 100 percent. i think uh kind of like you were touching on like it, it seemed like they were kind of looking for the run most of the game like they were stuffing the run pretty well but once you guys opened it up at the aerial assault i mean i think that's their defense is their passing defense um and watching a couple of the other games that they played so yeah i i, I definitely see you guys in the championship i mean we talked to young page views yeah we talked to young page views uh ben friedman friend of the pod um <laughs> And he, he he had Boris <laughs> um announce that you guys were going to the championship. So I mean That's if the nice oracle says yes, then it's it's already been foretold.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean we put ourselves in a good position at this point. It's just about getting those, you know, conference wins. Those conference wins are huge for, you know, putting losses on our conference opponents, putting wins on our resume. Just get into the playoffs. Because I mean, once you get to playoff football, All the records and stuff, anything goes. Obviously, you want that bonus money for winning as many games as possible. But for us, it's just about getting to that playoff. So, we'll see where it all ends up after that. And then we'll take it week by week. Absolutely. Well, I can't wait to watch. Yeah. Um one question I kinda
2: have is um so the, the XFL has been doing tremendously well, like ratings wise, lots of people are coming in to watch. But I mean maybe if there's some a listener out there that, that hasn't watched any XFL games yet, what do you think it is that's pulling in so many viewers? And and if you why, why would if you had to convince someone to watch an XFL game, what would you what would you tell them?
1: I think um, I think people underestimate how many great football players there are out there that simply don't get the shot there's only so many jobs in the nfl like i mean if you count it up there's like 50 man roster 30 like i think it comes out to like maybe 2,000 football jobs out there but people don't know that there's so many there's so many stories out there like i know the xfl has really hit on a few of them i know that the Houston D lineman, he has a really great story. There's a player in LA. They all like. There's so many stories out there that need to be heard. And the XFL is giving you know, it's giving the opportunity for the for us to show. I mean, PJ Walker, if the XFL didn't PJ Walker and Jordan Tomu, they wouldn't have jobs. Flat out, they would not have jobs. You, you would never see them play football again. But they're obviously you know NFL level players. That's that's not clear cut obvious. So for them to be able to go out showcase their talents. I mean, it's people you can root for. We're all very passionate playing out there. And those are just a few, like few of the many reasons, it's a, heck, a heck of a lot of fun. That's all the reasons, you know, tune in and watch. And it's not that long either. It's like two, three hours. You know, I, I personally hate watching those pac 12 or big 12 games where they last like five, six hour air, air throwing competitions. Like I get that, but they actually fell short in the game. So there's a lot of reasons to give it a shot.
0: Yeah, I think so too. And I, re- I really think it's just a pure product of football when you get down to it i mean especially with the transparency and like showing all the play calls on the sidelines but especially like the review like we literally get to see everything that goes through the person's mind whenever they're reviewing a play instead of just like hearing a call and being like well i don't agree with that but i don't know what they were looking at so i have to just kind kind of deal with it like here we literally get to see like their entire thought process. So even if we disagree, it's like, okay, like I disagree, but at the same time I could see why he would think that.
2: So I'll accept it. And it's a lot more, I think it's a lot more consumable for fans. And the, the the sideline interviews after throwing interceptions, all that stuff definitely makes it feel a lot a lot more uh personal than than an NFL or any other really professional sport. It makes you feel a lot more involved as a fan, kind of gives you more of a up close and personal vibe with a lot of the players. And and it definitely makes it a lot more enjoyable to watch. It feels a lot less like just like a piece of media that's being pushed and more just like a, a fun football league that happens to be nationally televised. Absolutely. Awesome. Also, uh, they got Pat McAfee, who's probably
0: just one of the most electric football personalities I've ever seen in my life. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, that's part. Of, well, that's part of it. Like, like the NFL. I think. I think you're gonna see the NFL take a lot of the XFL things because. I mean, it's just when you watch an NFL game, like, I'm saying this as a football guy, like, watching the games on TV, like, it's, like, if you're not in that world, like, it's really hard to, obviously, people have team pride and stuff, but the amount of access the XFL has given has definitely gotten rated reviews, so you're going to see the NFL do stuff like that, because football, on the nuanced level, goes over most, goes over most people's heads, like, let's be honest, but right. the XFL has given the opportunity to, you know, showcase it, and not only that, but explain it as you go. So I think you're going to see the NFL like start to take little by little. Obviously, if you're big in the NFL, you don't want drastic change, you know. But you have to change if you want to survive as a business. Any any business has to change along the road. So I think you'll see more and more little, little, little. Like you know, as years go by, the NFL copying what the NFL is doing right now. Damn what what um if you could
2: if you could right now if you if you became the commissioner of the NFL for a day and you could and you could adapt one XFL rule over the NFL what would be the first thing you'd change?
1: Hmm, I like the extra points. I, I think it makes yeah. it a lot more interesting. It's, it's a lot of fun. Like when, yeah, we had our first, I think in our first scrimmage against Houston, we were down by nine. Uh, we only played a half against them. It, it was like the preseason, so we only played a half against them, you know, just to test some of the rules. Uh, we were down by nine, so I was like, I, and it was two minutes left, and I was like, ah, we get the ball two minutes left, and we're down by nine. Like, you know, we can't win. And one of my guys was like, dude, like, we can go for three at the end. Like, we can tie it. I was like, oh. But it, it totally went over my head, and I think that's definitely interesting. Awesome, awesome Got anything else Tommy? And that's
2: all the questions I got That's all we got Let's see We got about We got a, We got a couple minutes left So we can throw some fun ones in there Let's see um, Alright Off the top of my head Favorite Best sports movie of all time What do you got? Best
1: sports movie of all time Oh You're throwing it out me So I'm not a huge football movie guy I've Like I've never seen like Remember the Titans or anything like that Even like the blind side? I, I do like The Blind Side I I think my favorite football movie Is probably Great Iron Gang Honestly With The Rock I thought that was I like that one a lot There you go uh, The old Old like wrestling style movies Were definitely my thing Growing up Like Vision Quest And stuff like that So
2: Okay. Okay. And then uh, and then a follow-up question. One of my favorites to ask to a lot of our guests. There's a zombie apocalypse. You get three fictional movie characters on your squad to take down the hordes of zombies. Who are you going with? Who's your team? Or or how about oh this? How God. about this? You get I'll, I'll rephrase it for you. You get two fictional movie yeah. characters and one Battlehawks teammate. Who are you going <laughs> with?
1: <laughs> okay, that honestly, man, that makes it harder. A Battlehawks teammate who is somebody that is absolutely... Who are no- you going to war with? Was- <laughs> who am I going to war Michael Miller, or, ty- or like O-line tight end hybrid. You'll see him reporting all the time, number that 64. That was quick. He, he, yeah, he's he is, he is probably the guy I'd go into the zombie apocalypse with. As far as fictional characters... uh Batman's got to be one. I don't like (laughs) doing Superman that's too overpowered. So, I mean, Batman would be, like, the guy who carries the team. There you go. For entertainment uh, entertainment value, I'd probably go... Hmm. That's a tough one, last one. I mean, two old linemen, Batman, you don't really
2: need much else. You could just go for some comedic (laughs) relief. Dude, that's that's
1: what I was thinking. I'm trying to think of some of my favorite funny fictional characters. Dude, honestly, like, uh, probably probably uh, the character that uh, Mark Wahlberg plays on the other guys Terry yes. oh, oh hell yeah,
2: yeah. yes <laughs> yeah <would> that. <laughs> dude
0: that's such that's gotta be one of the most
1: underrated movies of all time that's it's so good that's what I said I, yeah I watched that on. I watched that on play played what was the last away game Houston I love that movie I'm not, oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a
2: big I'm not a big Will Ferrell guy, and I I didn't think I was gonna love that movie. But then I went into it, and I, I was I was dying. I was cracking up, making me giggle for sure. So that would be a fun that's squad. Great. So you get you get two O linemen, Batman, and uh, Mark Wahlberg from the other guys. You, you I, If you am if I'm a yeah. zombie and I see that, I'm turning around and going the other way. Yeah. <laughs> <It's
0: just a laughs> right.
1: Yeah.
0: So I got I got one more question that I just thought. Of. Awesome. Um, yeah. So obviously being a big martial arts guy, do you watch? I'm guessing you
1: watch the UFC, right? Yeah, I used to a lot more, but then I got into then I got into football in college and professional level, and I kind of slowed down. But I That's definitely, fair. I'm still like, I'm still well versed in that world. All right. So, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite guy in the UFC? Oh, it was DC Daniel Cormier by so far. Really, uh, he was uh, he was the heavyweight champ for a long time. He, you probably know him from his. Uh, from the fights with John Jones, he of was, course, yeah, he was my. Of course, yeah, they had a they had a good rivalry.
2: That's one of the first. I remember that rivalry was one of the first things that got me into UFC, because I remember it it definitely made its way out of UFC UFC world and just made its way onto a national stage. And it was it was fun to watch because there was definitely a lot a lot of passion in that sport and a lot of well, you know, it's two guys mm-hmm. just beating the shit out of each other. You can't get much more passionate than that. Yeah. 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 yeah DC, so, I
1: see a lot of myself in DC, like his <laughs> wrestler like mindset why there you go. to, to All right, I think
2: is I think that's all we got for today, Tommy. You got any any closing notes? Uh no, definitely. Um check out the Battlehawks if you Absolutely. haven't yet because
0: I mean, obviously most of the people listening to this have 29,000 people. That's pretty solid. Um, and Fox and all that stuff does great numbers uh,
2: audience-wise. But go buy some merch. Uh, go buy a Bruno Reagan jersey. Like, oh, shit, yeah. guys. Yeah, Let's get it you got, you got anything to promote? Anything to say to the lovely listeners at home?
1: No, just come out to the game. St. Louis, keep doing what you're doing. I mean, everybody on the team loves it here just because of you guys, because the energy the city has given us. Like, we go anywhere and everyone's like, oh, woo. like we love it. So it, it gets us pumped up. We get you pumped up. We got a good thing going on. Let's hope we can keep doing this for years to come. Awesome,
2: awesome. Well, thank you so much for,
1: for chatting with us, Bruno. It's it's been a great it's been a great
2: conversation. Uh, looking forward to the looking forward to the game this weekend, and looking forward to watching you guys close out the season strong. I'm excited, and I guess I would close it out with a Let's Go Blues, but I think we can close today's episode out with a Let's Go Battlehawks. You
0: gotta close it out with
2: a caca, caca, baby. Come on, Josh. You knew you know better. I mean, I was leaving that one for you. I was leaving that one for okay. you. No, but thank you guys That's for listening. Fair. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Locked On Blues. Follow Bruno on Twitter at Bruno Reagan. He's got some funny tweets. Uh, watch the Battle Hawks if you, if you haven't yet. And let's go, Blues. Let's go, Battle Hawks. Ka-ka.